Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining me here on It's a Wrap. I am your host, Antricia Bray, here with my special guest co-host, Frederick Geiger. Thank you for joining me here today in the studio. As today, we're going to be talking about men's sexual health and wellness. Now, we'll get into that here in a bit. But first of all, I want to give Frederick an opportunity to introduce himself. My name is Frederick, of course. Thank you, Ann, for the introduction. Um, I'm your typical man, but <laughs> I'm one of those people, uh, I just like to um, be transparent with uh, people um, and having adult discussions, let's call it for lack of a better term. And uh, tonight, I'm, I'm privileged to be able to talk with Ann on her show and um, give a little insight on men's sexual health. Very important thing. So. I'm looking forward to this conversation. <laughs> Indeed it is, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, who knows where the conversation is going to lead to, but I know sitting here in this chair right here in the studio tonight that there is a woman somewhere listening that is frustrated as a result of the lack <laughs> of the lack of men. <laughs> men's ability to stay on top of that sexual health and wellness component in the relationship. So I know Absolutely. it's important. So I'm yeah. glad that you're here to discuss it with me because I wouldn't want to have this discussion with anybody else. So what do you say to that woman? Well, and that, that's, that's right now. She's just like, Ooh, let me tune into this. Matter of fact, let me just go get my man and put him beside me <laughs> so he can tune into this. What, what do you say? Well, in all honesty, what I say off the top is women stick to your guns, stick to your guns. A lot of women are, are uh, having issues with men saying that, you know, um, their uh, relationship as far as their sexuality. Uh, they're not pleased and things like that. But the worst thing you can do is settle for less and um, not discuss those things that you're looking forward to receiving from your lover, if that makes any sense. And before we go any further with this, let me just tell you this. I'm one of those people that's transparent. I like having these discussions. And this is not one of those married folks versus unmarried folks sexuality things that people like to do that you know the church thing and i, I don't believe in god like everybody else but nah. we're talking about people in general okay <laughs> absolutely so if, if you get all uptight and be like oh he's saying sinful stuff then you, I'm, hey, oh, well. <laughs> reality is the reality is people have sex i don't know how the way you want to put it so I tell women and no, not necessarily good sex. So let's just exactly. let that so be known. You have to you have to be mindful and be very careful, women, of who you uh, share yourself with. So it may seem like you you know you're lonely and and being unfulfilled, but you got to keep in mind you could settle for less and be in a worse situation than what you actually are now. So I say stick to your guns first and foremost. You so know do you, you do you think it's a part of the women's uh, responsibility to stay uh, intentional with their partner about sexual health and making sure that um, that side of it is 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 tended to as far as medically and uh, spiritually? Well, see, the unfortunate thing is, people are looking to have 
wholesome sex, but not healthy sex. Does not make sense to. <laughs> I had I had to pause for a minute. I don't know if y'all see me, but I was just dripping, dripping, <laughs> dripping I, wet. It is hot here in the studio. But anyway, Frederick, you were saying uh, I was asking you what kind of advice. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, like I said, just um, again, people are looking to have wholesome sex without considering healthy sex, mm-hmm. and healthy sex is. Um, when you ask the right questions and you receive those answers that um, give you security, that protect you. You know, people think that condoms is the best method of safe sex when paperwork is the best method of safe sex. Present me with some paperwork that shows that you have been tested. We're talking current paperwork. We're talking about two, three years ago. We need some current records that say that you are safe to have sex with. And that's a lot of things people don't ask those questions. They, they dive deep into the do's and don'ts. They dive deep into the, uh, what's your favorite position and all this other nonsense. Uh, no, yeah. you want healthy sexuality before you want <laughs> wholesome sexuality. One leads into the other, plain and simple. Indeed, so, I like the way you, I like the way yeah. you put that, some paperwork, that, that, that paperwork. about sums it up. Yeah. That's the best protection right there, paperwork, because let's let's admit, we have accidents and oopses when, when, when people have sex, you know, condoms break and things like that. So you want to protect yourself with some paperwork first and foremost before you talk about any type of other protection. Just my opinion. Well, I like that. I've never heard it quite put that that way before. So so do you think or what is your belief or your take on uh men in general, because we're talking about men tonight, me personally, when it comes to male health and wellness, I'm thinking, "Mm, these men are running themselves a little too thin. Maybe they did too much too soon. And now at over 40, as as we women age, we're at our peak and, and, and feeling it. And then we get in the bedroom and then the man can't perform or he's not performing to the, uh, to the satisfactory of the woman. So do you believe that that's something that can be prevented if maybe taking a little better care of themselves early on? See, what a lot of people uh, get confused is that a man's inability to function sexually could come from some health issues, underlying health issues, or it could come from the fact that he's not even attracted to you. So it's a scale, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, a lot you of people mean, look at- You mean somebody wouldn't be attracted to me? Are you kidding? <laughs> it's, well, it's always a possibility. And, and that's just it, you know? Sometimes men, you know, they have so many choices, so many options. And it's so important that women pay attention to the habits and the behaviors of a man, especially when it comes down to sexuality. If he's anxious to have sex with you and he's in, and he's not able to perform, that's chances are he's dealing with a whole bunch of other folks. You see what I'm saying? And another thing about sexual health that people keep forgetting is that when you start off these sexual relationships with people, you need to ask the right questions. You don't know if he's sleeping with other men. You know what I'm saying? 
yet alone other women. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> right. What did you just say? <laughs> you don't know if you don't ask the right question. Let's think about it. Okay. If you don't ask the right questions as a woman about a man that you decided you want to have sex with, you don't know if he's sleeping with men. You don't know if he's sleeping with other women. You see what I'm saying? Man, gotcha. So, so here it is. You're about to open up yourself to a man that you're not sure about. This doesn't make any sense to me. So sexual health to me always starts with the communication first. That, that's foundation. Now, if you just want those people just say, you don't want to jump right into it, then that's your risk. That's your choice. But like you said, we over 40 now. Man, what you say? No. Some stuff you get, you can't get rid of. <laughs> what so, you say? For I'm just real. Man. These, these men be like, you know what? I ain't doing all that. That's too much work. That's what they say to y'all. Man. Yeah. Breadcrumbs. I think I, yeah. I made a post <laughs> sometimes uh, yeah. a few weeks ago about some breadcrumbs. And that's all you got to give me. I, I'm giving you the deuces because I ain't got time for it. I mean, you they know. say it's too much work. When you, when you say, when you look at it and you're knocking at 50's door, you got more years behind you than you got in front of you. I mean, you don't want to waste any more time on no foolishness. So exactly. it, it's more to it than just um, sex. It it really is more, more to it than that. But not only that, my experience, you know, when you get to talking about men who are not functioning at a level of satisfaction, um, it can kind of mess with a psyche a little bit. What's your take mm -hmm. on that? Well, every man has a degree or level or whatever you want to call it, machismo. The worst thing uh, that could happen to him is if his ego gets shattered. You know, when, when we as men, they talk about in the bedroom, they want to be that ultimate soldier, that ultimate lover and all this other nonsense. But then when they can't perform, they flip it. So they blame the woman and say, well, I'm not attracted to you or, or something's wrong with you. When you <laughs> Comb your hair, wrong. lose some weight. Right. <laughs> so it, right. We, Put on we, something we, sexy. We're going to make up some excuses so nothing damages our ego. That's what men do, when it, especially when it comes to sexuality, because sex to, to some men, if not most men, is a conquering situation. They want to always be on top and always be in charge. But see, one thing too is, if I'm that type of man having sex with a woman and I'm trying to be on, on, on top, I'm trying to be in charge, I'm trying to conquer, then I'm defeating the purpose of having sex altogether simply because when I have sex, my whole objective and job is to please you, not just myself. See, that's another thing. You can't be uninhibited with somebody that you can't submit to and vice versa. So you have these people you know, yeah, um, all this, that, and the other, and all the other nonsense. But you don't, you know, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, right. Call it so, what it is. It, you know, that's what that's what chemistry comes in. You know what I'm saying? Chemistry is a part of, of sexual health. Um, sexual health deals with emotions. It deals deals with you physically and things like that. Erectile dysfunction, all the other nonsense. So, you know, well, I don't even want to call it nonsense. I call it things <laughs> but a lot of things affect how a man uh handles himself in the bedroom and again we're looking to have healthy sex in order to have wholesome sex 
you know. So so when you say healthy versus wholesome, is that saying that a man would rather not use a contraceptive? No. If a man does not use a contraceptive with a woman that he has not been with for a while, he's the fool. He's the fool. Not to mention, it, if he knows for a fact that he's doing some other things, why jeopardize that woman? Why put her in a position where, you know, she's going to be skeptical about you and every other man she'll ever sleep with simply because of the lack of trust? Give her that option. Give her that choice. And a lot of times men cannot sustain themselves in the bedroom simply because there's a lie that floats around with them in regards to their sexuality. Is either they're, they're cheating man. or they're simply not interested. Why tell that lie? Man, you just said a mouthful because as I look around over the last several months with the transition that I've been going through, now I'm looking at a lot of these brothers. I'm like, yeah, some download stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. Some download stuff going on. You can't tell me nothing when it comes to that. I, I believe that even in marriages, people have been in relationships so long as a cover-up instead of embracing the true sexuality which they uh, possess. And, and I, I think we do ourselves a disservice when we do that. Even women, I mean, we're here, we're talking about men's sexual health, but it's no different than a woman denying herself uh, and, and being uh, honest with herself about her own sexual identity. So, but, but yeah, I see a lot, uh, needless to say, it's been a lot of undercover stuff <laughs> that I believe going on because I don't believe that you're going to surround yourself in an environment where there's alternative sexual things going on if you're not involving yourself in that. So yeah, when you say that, and that's just is, it. Is it is it possible for a man to be attracted to both a man and a woman? Um. I think it is. Matter of fact, there have been cases where men have been doing that. And it's and instead of embracing who they really are, they they find themselves conflicting between do I deal with women, do I deal with men? And a lot of them are deceptive to the point where I'm gonna deal with this woman because I want the world to see me dealing with a woman. But deep down inside of me, I like men. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so I was listening to that Peggy Scott Adams uh song it come up on my uh playlist uh you know bill <laughs> yeah yeah so <laughs> so got a lot a lot of bills in the room <laughs> yeah and, listening and, and, in been married for 30 years but yet they have <laughs> some exactly. ulterior motives you know so and, yeah and one thing one thing that men don't understand about women uh women have an intuition about everything women are universal souls so even if 30 years have passed, a lot of women have become comfortable with knowing that their husbands or their boyfriends are possibly down low. They say, well, I'm just going to deal with it for whatever reason. And they jeopardize themselves because, again, when a woman is scorned by one man, there's a chance she's going to continue to be bitter with the future relationships. So why compromise a woman for your secret? Just be honest and tell her the truth. This is what I'm doing. Give her that choice. Absolutely, because I, I feel like I got some PTSD when it comes to the bedroom anyway. 
<laughs> well, when you get to talking about erectile dysfunction and uh, premature ejaculation, and you get to talking about uh, all these other issues, the psychological issues that 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 go on, you know, as women, when we recognize these things, I think that initially we try. I really do think that we try to help our men. I think that uh, it, it's something that. Uh, we treat very nurturing and sensitive in the beginning, but then after a while of trying and trying and getting non-compliance from our partners, I think that <laughs> we just get to the point where hell, if you don't care, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it begins to be become more exhausting at this point, which in turn inflicts on the man's psyche causing a lot of stress, uh, a, a lot of disruption and anxiety within the household. Uh, not to mention the other things that can cause uh, stresses like finances and things like that. And I do know from research that stress, depression, anxiety, all those things contribute further to uh, men's sexual health and wellness. And so when, when you add that factor, not to mention there's high blood pressure that's a contributing factor, diabetes that's a contributing factor, uh, poor nutrition, which is a contributing factor, uh, issues with the prostate, all those are contributing factors and the higher the risk factor, you know, uh, the, the greater risk or uh, 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 chance there is that we're gonna be dealing with this if we have not already uh, had some instance with it. Uh, currently anyway so yeah i got ptsd when it comes to that because the first thing i want to know if if if, if i'm i'm going to deal with a man i want to know five numbers i want to know five numbers before you get some digits and all that i want to know your blood pressure <laughs> your blood sugar <laughs> your testosterone your you testosterone level you your cholesterol and your psa so you know i mean yeah it, it, this is something that it, it, it's more common now that it's a conversation that women are having. I just wonder if the okay. men are having this conversation as well, or men having the conversation as it relates to uh, sexual health and wellness. Well, it's like I said, you know, in the beginning, men, they don't want their egos shattered. Um, a lot of times when it comes to their health, they like to keep it personal. And as you said, a lot of times you women, y'all like to be very nurturing and caring about the man, his issues, but are you willing to pull back each layer? You see what I'm saying? Those things you mentioned, dealing with finances and blood pressure and diabetes, those are layers. And a man has put up a boundary or a shield against each layer because he don't want you to know his personal business. But yet he wants you to make an attempt to fulfill him. And when he's not fulfilled, he's going to say it's your fault, knowing that he got layers. You see what I'm saying? That yes, and all those stresses upon the body lead to that, that um, inability to perform in the vehicle. I'm quite sure. Yeah, and I but think, a lot of I men think, don't care. I think some of us women, we're just over it because it, it, it's like me. I got to the point. I say my stuff still works. <laughs> Oh. So we, we we dealing with some of the same issues, and my stuff still works. So you know, what does it end? Is there treatment or some kind of preventive measures that that 
men can do uh, for the men that are listening that are having these issues, whether they want to admit it or not, for the women that are dealing with this with their partners? Or are there some kind of preventive measures or treatments that we should be looking at? Well, first and foremost, from an egotistical male point of view, men have to stop uh, holding it secret that they have some issues that may affect their ability to perform sexually. Be honest and open with that woman. Now, as far as medical treatments, there's a whole host of things I'm sure they could, could do. There's pills and things like that. Um, you talk to your physician and see what you can work out. Because there are a lot of medications that affect your ability to have to, to be sexually, you know, satisfied, if that makes any sense. So I just think that men need to be a little bit more responsible with themselves and a lot more honest with the women that they plan on being sexual with. That's it. Think if you look at it this way, if you're intimate with somebody, that means you're going to be transparent with them. That means you're going to not be apprehensive, you're not gonna be anxious, you're not gonna be nervous, because that too can affect your ability to uh, be sexually you know, enduring, if that makes any sense. So you, you have to kind of like let your guards down just a little bit enough to have this woman come into you in your life and say, well, look, okay, I understand, let me see what I can help you with. But if I'm sitting up there like, no, 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 you can't help me, woman, this is my problem. Well, I ain't gonna never get help. And I'm never going to be able to perform to my best of my ability. I'm not going to be able to because I got that wall up. So it, it's a case-by-case -case situation, a situation-by-situation situation, if that makes any sense. So everything is different. You know what I'm saying? You may have one issue with, with somebody with, with erection. There's another issue with somebody with hygiene because a lot of men don't like to wash their behinds, but they want a woman Come to on do now. everything and all things. <laughs> Come on, it doesn't now. make any sense. You know, it, it's a fact because that's part of health. You know what I'm saying? You ruin the whole relationship, the whole activity, the whole encounter, all because you're not paying attention to what this woman likes about you. You know what I'm saying? It's, there's men out here, they come up on a date with you. You smelling all good, looking all good, and they stinking. And they want you to accept this is the man that I am. Lies you tell. I'm just lying. Hey, you tell. I talk man. to a lot of people about a whole bunch of different situations. And I could tell you some horror stories, you, unreal, about the, the if, if I was out dating, I would, no, I wouldn't date long. Mm. I, no, because I, man, listen. First date, first date, if I was dating, the very, very first date, I wouldn't bring it into like, let's say we go to a restaurant. I wouldn't bring it into the restaurant, but I keep a file folder in my car just in case the, the conversation of sex come up. That has all my records showing all the testing that I've done. Because let's face it, in the first 15 minutes, probably not even that long. You can tell if you're willing to have sex with somebody or not. Don't, people do it all the time. So keep your paperwork handy. So when that conversation come up, throw it on the table. Say, boom, <laughs> there's my paperwork. Where yours at? Where yours? You ain't got it? Okay, do it, <laughs> it ain't that serious. It ain't that serious. Last How we got to do all that? <laughs> what do you mean? What are you gonna do? I'm, listen, if I was dating, 
and I'm 51 years old, there's some stuff you can catch you can't get rid of. And I don't care what you say. Our immune systems at this age is lower than it was when we was in our 20s. Indeed. I ain't trying to catch nothing. I ain't trying to throw nothing. Just, it ain't that serious. I, I feel sorry for people who date because these men out here are unreal. And the women ain't no different. You're right. Now, now I give it to you. You are right. Because I think uh, I think over time, you know, and I don't believe that uh, the pandemic and all that helped any either. Mm -hmm. We women done woke up for you. <laughs> Some of them is yeah. woke, woke. <laughs> it Some of them is woke, woke. Yeah. It gives you a chance to figure out a lot of stuff. Man. You, you see it now. You, you, were, you were forced to sit still to do some reading, to do some research. So you decide to research certain things in regards to relationship. And look what you found. These dudes out here crazy. I'm telling you, they're crazy. Man, what you say? <laughs> yeah, I, I, wonder really where, like I wonder where they come from. <laughs> I wonder where yeah. they come from. Man. No, no, you know what it is? They, they've always been around you just didn't see them that much because when the pandemic wasn't in effect they were out busy see now they ain't busy now they looking for pillows to snuggle up on you know what i'm saying so it just so happens you become intimately involved with this person you talking to them and then you get to know their habits their harms and their endangerments and now you like oh i can't deal with you don't you so relationships and the way we 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 function in relationships have changed a lot have changed a lot sex to me is not the way it used to be because people are careless and reckless everybody sees Indeed. a buffet table they don't see the candlelight no more they see the buffet table i can get all this for this little bit you know what i'm saying that they don't they don't talk about conversation yeah, and I wonder, we'll talk what is about it the that previous you really relationship. Did. Yeah, you don't we know. know it, we know everything ain't putting it down, even even if it's healthy and it's wholesome. Everything ain't putting it down, ain't yeah. applying no pressure. It's it's still no. some some weaklings out there. <laughs> some weaklings out there that's trying to. It's you know? a lot of them. It's mm. a lot of them, and they they just they just free about it. I don't care. I just want what I want. All right, you go ahead. You want what you want. You're on your own too. So, mm. man, uh, you it, are something. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you about it. You know, you are something. It, it's you time for the. <laughs> you remind me a lot of me sitting back watching because, you know, I was blind to a lot of this for a long time. And now yeah. that I'm woke, I'm just like, mm. <laughs> because. It's, it's, it's getting critical out here. It's getting very critical. You know, you just have to be very careful. Very careful. Know who you're talking to, know who you're dealing with. So if it looks good and it smells good, does it necessarily mean it's good? Nope. Because <laughs> you can put shit on an ice cream cone and it's still shit. It's still shit. You can soft serve it all you want, but it's still shit. Unless you investigate it. Unless you try to define it or dissect it, you don't know what it is. And that's how these sexual relationships are with people. So is that the way it is with uh, a man's inability to maintain and sustain an erection? If, if it, he's having issues one time, uh, maybe it's questionable if he have 
problems the next time uh, there's a possibility there's an issue? Is this something that uh, should be a red flag that's flying? Three things I believe with that. He's either having health issues, he has a bunch of women that he's having sex with, so he has no energy left, or he's not attracted to you. This is my opinion. And, and contrary to what people may believe, two of the three are more apparent than the third, which is health issues and the other women. Absolutely. Period. And I think that that is a lot of, of the issues when you're dating single and, and, and things. I think more so in relationships, it has more to do with the medical side and, and maybe the lack of uh, adventure or spontaneity within the uh, bedroom and the yeah. lack thereof, yeah. you know, and just not staying on top of health. Because with anything, you know, we can get bored. <laughs> we, can, we can get bored mm -hmm. and we can get stagnant and uh, stuck in the way that this is just how it is. And uh, you loved it 20 years ago. So why not now? <laughs> That's because you, you you know what? Look at it this way. And it's funny you say that you loved it 20 years ago, but you don't now. It's almost like a child. A child will start off with Crayolas. He will advance to colored pencils, then paint. Some people like colored pencils. Some people think they should be innocent and act like they're virgins and still use crayons. Sometimes you have to mature as you go when it comes to sexuality. And if you're in a relationship with somebody such as marriage for the rest of your life, you should be exploring with that person so it will not become boring. Because if I learn your body and you learn mine, there's no boredom. I mean, we got a head to toe situation we're talking about, a front to back situation we're talking about. Something of my body should stimulate you and something of your body should stimulate me. But people get content when it comes to sexuality. And some people get so conceited and arrogant about sexuality where they figure, well, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna please such and such that way and all this other stuff. But you with a person for the rest of your life, you know they health issues, they know yours. There's no problem with you being uninhibited with that one person that you're spending the rest of your life with. Why not explore their ideas as long as it doesn't incorporate somebody else in your bedroom? Because that's, an, that's not an attention getter. That's an attention, an, an attention taker when you invite somebody else into your bedroom. That, that's a shit starter. <laughs> yeah, there you go, that too. That's a shit starter, that's what but that people, is. And people, they do not understand that. You know what I'm saying? You married this person who likes to hang from the chandeliers, now all of a sudden, you wanna take all the chandeliers out your house and put ceiling fans, thinking it's gonna change their desire to hang from a chandelier. You're doing the wrong thing. You are supposed to enhance your lover's sexuality instead of looking at it as something negative, especially when you're talking about spending the rest of your life with that person. This is why a lot of marriages wind up in divorce because people don't know how to explore each other's passions and they don't ask the right questions. Well, speaking from a woman who, who, who's uh, been in marriage as well as being single, you know, some people are intimidated when you introduce uh, new things into the bedroom. So, so, so how do, does a woman say she's been married 30 
40 years who, who, who is at her peak and, 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 and wanting to get down uh, sexually in the bedroom and the husband's not performing, but yet he's not willing to try other things. So what do you say to that woman? There, there's a, a lack of communication that had taken place in that situation. Meaning this, I should know as your husband, I should know what you're desiring in the bedroom simply by saying, well, look, sweetheart, I need to know if you're satisfied or not. Even so, I want to try to enhance whatever your favorite, whatever it is, my way. Because my whole, my whole idea, my whole objective is to be submissive and satisfactory to you. So if you bring up something that you feel is missing from our sexuality, I should be willing to listen. And since I'm spending the rest of my life with you, I should open up and be like, listen, let's try it and see what happens. There's a lot of miscommunication. And that's why couples, you know, we always talk about people growing together. You got to grow together at 360, including the sexuality part. Start paying attention to your mate. You know what I'm saying? Start realizing that you kissing them on the cheek may not be the thing that they like. They might like to be kissed somewhere else. But but see, men, I, I, I know some men like this. I ain't doing that but they want a woman to do something for them. See, when it gets lopsided, that's when it gets lost. Because after a while, if I'm not fulfilling you the way a husband is supposed to, eventually you know, well, damn, what's wrong with me? This man said to death do us part. And he don't even want to satisfy me because I'm thinking about me. I ain't thinking about you. And that's unhealthy sex right there when I'm thinking about me. Because that means is I'm going to roll over on you and then I'm going to roll off. I'm going to satisfy me, but I ain't going to satisfy you. So that's unhealthy too. Healthy sex to me when it comes to that type of thing is a balance. Let me please my woman and my woman's going to please me. Because I'll, let me tell you something from experience. When you are submissive and intimate with the right woman, she'll give you her all sexually, intimately, everything else. And that's what men keep forgetting. You pounding on a woman does not mean she's gonna give you her all. That means you're gonna get what you're gonna get and you're gonna leave her the way she is. It's a huge, it's, it's a huge difference. And it, you know, from my teenage years all the way up to now, it took me a while to, to learn that. I didn't learn that until I got in my late 20s. If I submit to her, she's going to please me horizontally and vertically. You better believe because it. Because I don't brother. know. No, <laughs> you listen, better believe I'm going to tell you something. It's like this with me. If you got a scented candle, you won't know it's scented until you light it. All right? So what a lot of men do is... They love the aroma of the candle, but they don't want to add flame to it because that's responsible for whatever emotion it draws out of you. Same thing with a woman. If I light you, if I get you heated, if I get you involved, I get you aroused, I have to face the responsibility that everything that comes out of you, especially the things that have been dormant that you held a secret because you felt that I would probably laugh at you and look at you negatively if you told me how you truly were sexual. And that's what men do. That's why they don't know they women, especially when, they, when it comes to sexuality. 
they don't know they women because they don't want to explore or expand upon nothing. Man. Orgasm, boom, I'm done. You know what? A lot of women, 40 plus, don't even know what an orgasm is. So let me just be honest with it unless they don't explore well, it for themselves. A lot of women don't even know what that is. An orgasm, what is that? They ain't had one in so long. But uh, men, well, I, let, let me just say this. You keep ignoring her if you want to. One thing about it, if you're ignoring her needs or, 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 or not putting that as a priority, you know, she's going to be good to you. So you better hope the, re the respect stays there because when the respect no longer shows up and then my eyes come open, man, you, you, you don't miss what they say. You don't miss your water to the well run dry. Yeah. Man. I, I think, I think uh, when it comes to sexuality, the orgasm is the ending. The in-between is the stimulate. And if you keep your mate stimulated, you ain't got to worry about the orgasmic part. Because once that happens, the stimulant is still there. The ability to arouse somebody even when you don't touch them. So that means the next time you get involved sexually, there's a fulfillment. This fulfillment takes place. There's a difference between satisfactory and fulfillment. You see what I'm saying? So that's what we, we keep forgetting. What stimulates my lover? What stimulates her enough to where we have this healthy, wholesome sexuality relationship, if that makes any sense? And men, we, we get in our ways, we get old, and we just won't what we want. We don't want nothing else. Woman, you complain too much. I ain't doing that. I ain't did this since I was a teenager. <laughs> but you should want to have some type of youthfulness. In your I was going to say, you better get some of them teen years back. You right. better go and try to restore re some of them years. Better remember what you learned. Man, you know? I, have enjoyed, I have enjoyed this conversation on, with you tonight. Yeah. We are going to have to wrap yeah. it up. Thank I appreciate you. you sharing in this topic with me. As we have discussed today, men's sexual health and wellness here on the It's a Wrap set with Frederick Geiger. Uh, you can reach him uh, by clicking the link that's located in the description of this video content. Uh, do you have anything else that you would like to share with the listeners today before we wrap it up? Well, one thing I said, I, I, I hope that something that you and I both discuss uh, will help somebody have a better sexual experience with their mate. Again, this is not one of those situations where um, we are to criticize or judge who's having sex with whom, but the whole idea behind it is that men do some very unhealthy things when it comes to sexuality that ruins the experience. So we need to get it together. Man, likewise for us women, I can't uh, discount us either because, I mean, we out here and I, I know a lot of marriages have broken up. I know a lot of singles are, are, are still out here single and looking for relationships and marriages and man, we just out mm -hmm. here. Do you hear me? So that helps. Yeah. Stay on top of that health. Not only that, your wellness. And if you are uh, in a situation to where, you know, you're not at your best sexually or as far as your wellness is concerned. Maybe you're even struggling with identity or, or something of that nature. Go ahead and reach out to us. Click the link in the uh, description. We'd be glad to have a chat with you. 
nonetheless, guys, thank you for joining me here on the set tonight for It's a Wrap. Thank you. <laughs>